It is time to go. Under the ropes. So we haven't done this in a while. And I think we've got to bring this back because... It's been a long time. We're so good at this. And people love Under the Ropes because we find some pretty epic stories. I wouldn't call these epic. I'd call them quite fun. Yeah. But you know, I think if we're we're gonna re-resurrect under the rope, can you re can you re-resurrect something or you just resurrect it? You could re-resurrect anything. I mean, that's a double that's a, that's a double wreck right there. <laughs> I was watching uh Fast and Furious was on TV, so <laughs> that was on, and he was using all these double negatives, and I'm like, he's like, I can't never be unknown or something. I'm like, well, you can't never what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I mean, uh, which is one of the earlier ones. Yeah. It was they tried to be like serious, like dramatic films. And you're like, bro, yeah. just drive the fucking car. It was, it was the acting coming out. And it's like, okay, he's standing in the way of the car. Can you just move out of the way, dude? We drive the car way. like really fast. Yeah. I'm tripping balls right now. And I want you to drive the damn car. This is too slow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're resurrecting it. We think it's a fun thing. And the first story that we have this week in good old Under the Ropes, how about an alleged former Russian spy whale spotted off Sweden's coast? Goddamn spy whales. A spy whale. Dude, I saw a spy bird the other day, I think. I think spy whale is definitely a thing. Skyfish? I'm I'm very concerned about this. An alleged former Russian spy whale has been spotted off the coast of Sweden. It's an organization dedicated to tracking the beluga whale. So there's a whole organization following this goddamn whale. (laughs) He's named locally as Vladimir. The whale was first spotted off Norway's coast in 2019 wearing a Russian harness. Oh, wow. Having spent years traveling slowly southwards from Norway's far north, the whale has sped up his movements out of Norwegian waters in recent months. One whale said the reason behind his sudden hastiness was unclear. What exactly is one whale? One whale, I think it's an organization. An organ, like, and I'm supposed to know that? Without <laughs> but it's some funny. Sort of explanation? It, and I'm like, one whale commented, it's very unclear. <laughs> like, th- this isn't like NASA or like Tesla. It's like, oh one whale. Oh yeah, obviously. One whale, one They're wheel. No, no, one whale. Is that a whale that you can ride? Like a uh, one wheel? Yeah. The tame beluga whale first approached the Norwegian boats near the island of Ingoya four years ago. The island is 258 miles from Murmansk, where Russian's northern fleet is based. He was discovered wearing a harness fitted with a GoPro camera mount and clips bearing the inscription equipment of St. Petersburg. This sounds like someone is fucking with his whale. What this sounds like. Oh, the whale looks so cute though. Uh, Beluga whales are adorable. Adorable. The the discovery led to an investigation by Norway's domestic intelligence agency, which is very bored, which later told the BBC (laughs) that the whale was likely to have been trained by the Russian army. Wow. The whale has since come to be known as Vladimir after the Norwegian word for whale, Haval, and the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Russia, for its part, has never officially addressed the claim that Havaldimir was trained by the Russian army. 
it has previously denied the existence of any program seeking to train sea mammals as spies. Oh, jeez. <sighs> oh, my God. But speaking in 2019, a Russian reserve colonel, Colonel Viktor Baranats, said, if we were using this animal for spying, do you think we'd attach a mobile phone number with the message, please call this number? Yes, I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for getting to the bottom of it. Of course I would believe that. <laughs> like, Pro uh, says Putin is awesome. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. We make number one camera. Put it on best well. That's best well get us the most footage. Yeah. So is it possible that the Russians are training whales? And who knows what the whales are capable of? Are they going to tie missiles to the whales or like bombs? I keep thinking of um, Batman with the penguin, where the, where the penguins had the little bombs and missiles on their back. And they're like, wah, wah, they're going like to blow shit up. So I keep we don't thinking. know. See, it was done in, it was done in uh, Batman. Of course, that's where Russia got the idea. <laughs> yeah, we Batman put bomb returns. on other mammals. <laughs> they watch right. Batman Returns, and there was a light bulb <laughs> above Putin's head. <laughs> yes, put bomb on on animal. Make them go out there. They we'll got like, uns- we will be unstoppable. <laughs> they got like um, polar bear with like Uzis. They got like all sorts of crap. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like we just live in ridiculous times right now. Yeah. And it's very possible that people are training animals to be weapons. I drop a logo whale via drone onto you. But you know what? I don't think we it's much to worry about. Cool for American president, get all this footage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not even too worried because you know what? We in America, we're training. We're training for animals. We are training for animals. So Mario, right into the about next our training. Story. Yes. So with that training, uh, Missouri police warned citizens not to wrestle bear. <laughs> so just in case you thought you had to be warned about this, um, Missouri this is going to change my whole weekend plans. <laughs> in Salem, Missouri, police received phone calls about a black beer. Uh, near Rolla Road, and the police department closed and monitored the situation. The bear was last seen uh, heading out of town. So they said, please do not, you know, feed or interact with the bear. Uh, and they said, reminder, this is real. Please do not wrestle the bear if you come in contact with the bear. Wrestling is illegal in the state of Missouri per statute 578176. Um, so I'm so they, glad I some, some politician had to take the time to create a ordinance that says that bear wrestling is illegal. You know, it was Super probably like important. the 20s and people were like, bully, I'm going to impress my lady and go wrestle a bear and bears were getting beat up. Hey there, Mildred, watch this. <laughs> so they're saying interact with the bear. They mean especially not to wrestle for that matter, even wrestle the creature. Um <laughs> Not only can a bear weigh as much as 660 pounds, it's a bad idea in its own merits uh, and expressly forbidden by law in Missouri, at least. So. Do not wrestle. OK, so you're not allowed to wrestle a bear, permit bear wrestling on, pr- on premise under your control, promote conduct 
or stage bear wrestling, advertise bear wrestling, collect admissions for bear wrestling, purchase a shell or possess a bear, which you know will be used for bear wrestling, train a bear for bear wrestling, subject to bear, subject to bear to surgical alteration for bear wrestling. God damn, they really thought this through, didn't they? They had, they must have had a bear cartel at one point. What the fuck was happening in Missouri with bears and wrestling? (laughs) A long, so there's apparently a history of humans wrestling bears, which I guess is why this is a class A misdemeanor in Missouri. (laughs) Well, now I think of, whenever I think of bears and wrestling, I think of, Khabib Nurmagomedov, the UFC fighter. There's video oh, yeah. of him as a kid wrestling a bear. Like his dad put him up. I mean, it was a cub. It wasn't like a huge full-size grown bear. But the, as a kid, his dad had him wrestling a bear. And you know Damn. what? He was the baddest motherfucker in the UFC for a while. For a while. Like, what are we doing to ourselves? All we're doing is making ourselves just more feminine as men. Nerf. All these, all these rules, all these laws. Yeah. I think at some point, we just got to let people do what they're going to do. If a guy wants to wrestle a bear, why are we trying to stop him? Exactly. You want to be that dumb? I think Missouri might be the only state that um, that forbids bear wrestling. What if you, what if, just saying. Is it possible... Would there be a legal loophole if you were saying it wasn't wrestling, it was actually jujitsu? Ah, it's mixed mixed martial arts, arts. it's not wrestling. Well, what if it's self-defense? Like, what's your honor? I rest my case, ipso facto, jujitsu. Well, if you walk past the bear and the bear starts shit with you, isn't that self-defense? So you're wrestling to defend yourself. So how do you prove that it's bear wrestling if it's not an official match. You know, maybe you're not like, and in this corner, the bear weighing at 660 pounds. I think there's, I think as long as you have like a shady lawyer, like one of those Ishkil lawyers, I think you could get yourself out of this. I think you might be able to. Yeah. This was a mixed martial arts event. This was not sanctioned by the wrestling board of governors. Oh, I see bear suit guy. Oh, Herbities, right? Herbies, yeah. Rest in peace, man. Man, I think he got taken out. Somebody took him out for his inventions. Yeah. Yeah, the angelite, which made his hand go numb for a week. Oh. Got a lot of stuff going on. I love the comments to this article. One person goes, I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I found something about when this was put in. Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, 1939, there was a headline printed in Times in Shreveport, Louisiana. They're saying Total the Wrestling Bear was described as no man's plaything in the ring. So I guess these to promote bear wrestling and have bears wrestle. Nice. And they were they were trained, I guess, to a certain degree. And that's crazy stuff. I love that. Apparently, one of the comments is in Kansas in the late 1970s and early 80s, there was a bar in Manhattan, Kansas, where you could wrestle a bear. Nice. For the law, it had to be stated because of events like that. 
poor bear was in a large cage and people would get drunk and wrestle it. Oh, geez. That's awesome. You know, that's when you take whatever coverage you have on the claws and be like, look, you guys want to get drunk and get in there. That's on you, man. I got to feed like, the bear isn't that anyway. just, Like, let the Darwin Awards happen, you know? Yeah. It's, Prove your man. You know? Yeah. Plus, you're feeding the bear. Why not? It's a double win, really. It's like, good, another delicious snack. Come on in. <laughs> now, kind of on a relatable topic, but kind of off topic from that, I just watched 30 for 30 this week. Oh, a new one? The story of American gladiators. Oh, I a, saw part of that. It was a two-part 30 for 30. Dude, they were talking about, who was the guy? Um, that was a real jerk, they said. Johnny like the Ferraro, main... like the the guy who John... started it. Yeah, it, and it was this whole, I saw a part of that. They were interviewing people that like we couldn't get like the the famous gladiators on here. Like, Yeah, because interview. it was it was actually started by the iron workers in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Like they were the guys, like they were like, you know, the local union guys. They were the ones who were, they set up these games every year where they would just go and like, do these similar events and this guy kind of rolled in it was like an elvis impersonator who became like found out about this and went to hollywood and sold it and you know it became american gladiators that's crazy dude it is it's a wild it's like a it's sort of like in a way like the icarus where it starts off being one thing and then yeah. all of a sudden becomes kind of something else I'm like what is this it was pretty cool yeah, I saw. I actually saw part of that. For some reason, I was flipping through. I'm like, "Hey, look, American Gladiators." I'm like, "All right, let me watch a little bit of this." Yeah, it was a two parter. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I watched it this week again because hockey ended early. You know, with yeah. the uh, with Vegas taking out Dallas in six and having a couple games before the the final start this weekend. Oh wow! So yeah, I, I, it was on that channel. It was on ESPN. I put on the TV and boom, I saw American Gladiators. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm watching. Nah. Got me. That's good. They actually have on Wikipedia, they have the American Gladiators music. So the music they play in the background. <laughs> it's crazy how much they marketed it. They had like CDs and of the music and DVDs. And yeah. they were just showing like how, like the events, how, like how hurt a lot of the people got doing a lot of the stuff. Do you remember that show pros versus Joe's or Joe's versus pros? However yeah. it's called. Every like between American Gladiator and that, they, like the people that started the game wouldn't finish because oh. they'd get injured and the substitute would come in. It was crazy. They would just blow out their knees or ankles. It's like, yeah, they're never going to walk again. But hey, welcome. Thank that's you for because, coming on. That's because know? they're not built like Luda Palma. That, that, could definitely that's... play a full NFL game. It's like Peter Griffin running the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's but yeah, it's uh, pro, Joe's versus pros or pros versus Joe's. I forgot what they call it. But uh, they would always have something with football and they would just, uh, they would just brutalize these people. Like, you know, here's like, uh, you know, whoever like just, you know, they have these famous football players, like legends. And like, yeah, they're going to defend against you. And like the people couldn't even do anything. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. They would just throw them around like a rag doll. Yeah. And I mean, they, they try to shoot like, you got like three baskets off of like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or something like, it's like, <laughs> you're not going to Mutombo. Mutombo. Uh -uh. <laughs> no, not, not in this house. 
the American Gladiators, when they were showing one of the injuries, it was one of the women. And she would, it was the thing where they had like, uh, kind of like the monkey bars they went across and had yeah. to get past the Gladiator. And the woman was coming and she wrapped her legs around her and she had her, but they both fell. And the Gladiator, like she fell first and her legs got underneath. And the woman, so so she kind of like, pr- like squishes in half and the lady lands on her legs. So her own legs, her knee smashes into her face and breaks her nose. Wow. Oh, just nasty. Uh, I don't understand how these people would do these, these events. And they had the one like, remember the thing that they would like be upside down, like going along the track. Vaguely. I just remember the, uh, the tennis like, ball shooter. That was the best. Oh, that was end. awesome. Yeah, yeah. The obstacle course. The right. eliminator or something? Yeah, and they used to do something where like they had to get past the gladiator and everybody loved that. It was like that was tackled. The, throw the ball in the like the can, that one. Oh yeah, that's right. And they get people and they just chuck them like a oh. little doll and they get back up and the bam. It's like this was like way before concussion protocol existed. Like people would just get their fucking bells rung and then try uh, to go back out and then get nailed again. They just get destroyed. And they're like, hey, I'm gonna try to win. What do they win? Like it was like a thousand bucks <laughs> and you got on TV. It was like, is it worth you like never being able you to just walk come again? back to the end of the season gladiator championship <laughs> series? Yeah. I, that pros versus Joe's was funny because I, I remember watching. There was two guys that started, and by the end of the show, like neither guy was in. Like they were just they got had to get replaced because they couldn't they couldn't the do hospital. anything. They couldn't even walk. God damn! Had to go to the hospital. I think they had a uh, glory. All for the glory. Oh yeah, I gotta look up pros versus Joe's now. But yeah, I would highly recommend the American Gladiators double documentary. It was good. Yeah. So Shout out to a... the Erie, Pennsylvania iron workers. These guys were badasses. Yeah. Just partying, drinking, like just just being men. Just being goddamn men. Yeah. So every episode of that Pros vs. Joe's, they had like big celebrities. They had Dennis Rodman, Jimmy McMahon, <laughs> Jerry Rice. They have that 30 for 30 coming out about Dennis Rodman. Dude, the bet had Bo Jackson on it. Bill Romanowski. The Bill Romanowski one I saw, he destroyed somebody's knee. Oh, of course he did. I was like, why are you trying? He was such a scumbag. Yeah. Uh, Where do you go? Was it Boston College? He went to like a really good school. Didn't he die of, uh, did he die? He's very alive. He's still alive. I think he's doing quite well. He has like a uh, supplement company or something. Oh, I'm thinking of Lyle Alzado. He's very dead, yes. He's very dead. But they, they used to remind me of each other because I was like, I don't know, the Roids or something. Robocop. It's so far. Herschel Walker was on it. Dominique Wilkins. Didn't like Herschel Walker almost become a senator? Yeah, he actually I think they went to a runoff. Like a runoff, Georgia. right? Yeah, it's Georgia. He's the next Bulldog, I think. Yeah, Boston College, Romanowski. Wow. Four-time Super Bowl champion. Damn. Spud Webb, Dow Strawberry. Spud Webb. Spud Webb. So can I tell you one of the dumbest moments in my life? 
So I went to, I used to go to German school on Saturday mornings. My parents thought this was a good idea when I was a kid to like, <laughs> to learn German. God damn remember, <laughs> oh, dude, that's what it was. It was very Hitler. But it, but funny thing, it was in Plainfield, New Jersey, which is like oh, wow. a very hood area. Well, they have full on German schools, like where kids go to school and it's all in German. That's the Hitler Youth. Yeah, this was just like on Saturday <laughs> no, mornings. Not, learn. I'm saying they have schools like that that are not associated <laughs> with <the laughs> modern schools that are not yeah. associated. Well, it was so dumb. It's like, hey, wouldn't you know it's a great idea? How about Saturday mornings when like every other sport is going on? We're going to go to German school for like four hours. That sounds great. fun, right? So and you I get to miss in, all the cartoons too. Yeah, exactly. It was totally stupid. I hated it. It was miserable. I didn't even learn German that well. But I don't know if to get by an Ishkel, that's for sure. So, there you go. So this had to be 1986 or seven, something like that. I remember this kid had a bunch of basketball cards and he's like, Hey man, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, sure. Now this was the year there was like the Michael Jordan rookie card, which is oh. like the Fleer Michael Jordan rookie cards worth thousands of dollars. I remember him having that card and you know who I picked to take? Spud fucking wet. I remember that little <laughs> midget dunked, and I'm like, oh my god, why this would I get Michael so Jordan awesome. when I can have Spud fucking wet? So, uh, if you ever take any sort of financial or advice from me, <laughs> just remember I'm the same guy who picked Spud Webb over Michael Jordan. Damn, that's a big miss, right? I there. remember that. Like, that was it's like such a like burned in my brain memory of picking Spud Webb over Michael Jordan. So That's dumb. Crazy. I mean, granted, I was like I seven or eight years old. So, you know, give me a little bit of a break there. But so think about that. So you you pick Spud Webb over Michael Jordan, right? <laughs> yep. So and who's got eight pairs of uh do I have eight pairs of Spud Webb sneakers in my closet? Or do I have eight <laughs> pairs of Michael Jordan sneakers in my closet right now? I paid Michael Jordan back repeatedly for that mistake. So think about this, 1984 NBA draft. Akeem one was picked first. Sam Bowie was second. Sam Bowie. Jordan yep. went third. And Jordan went third. Sam Bowie. Sam Michael Jordan. Bowie. Yep. That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> I want to see that air movie that's coming out. That seems pretty awesome. Yeah, did you see the, uh, was it the shoe, shoe, shoe guy or the shoe man? No, um, thirty for thirty. They talk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that shoe, was cool. Was the shoe guy? And they talk about the whole thing, but the Jordan movie looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean the the whole Last Dance was such a phenomenal series. Yeah, and the one that was kind of focused on the Air Jordans was was particularly awesome. Money, money. Yeah. Oh, those things are still back. They they they're back now. It was. Uh, they haven't been gone. Bodie had. Uh, he was looking online and he just started laughing. I'm like, what are you looking at? So he's like, I look and it's somebody had posted on Instagram. It was the Jordan symbol with a gun shooting up in the air. <laughs> and I guess it was the the guy that there was a player that just got like suspended for the second time getting caught with a gun. So they were like, Jesus and they took Christ. his and, and, uh, it was a joke about like, you know, they took his uh, shoes off the shelf and they showed a picture and it had the, the little logo with the gun <laughs> shooting up in the air. I was like, Oh, it's funny because it's true. Most crazy. I don't really watch the NBA anymore, but yeah, I was watching I, the highlights and I saw the Knicks there. They wear Jordan brand jerseys. Oh yeah. I mean, 
what a fucking slap in the face. Because I remember like when I was really into basketball, that was the <clears throat> Jordan Bulls, Knicks, like Patrick Ewing. Like that was the, the, yeah. the it was always the finals, you know, the Eastern Conference finals, Jordan Knicks and Bulls. Big. And like you know, Jordan dunking over uh, Patrick Ewing and John Starks. Like, you know, like that whole rivalry was like in its heyday back then. Yeah. And the fact that the Knicks are just such a beta bitch team that they got to wear Michael Jordan's logo on the uh, jersey now like yeah. bow the fuck down yeah. like that's like mm. that's harsh man like that's like the Jets having to wear like a Tom Brady jersey it's mm. the same thing right like if there was like a TB12 brand right there there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be a mark my words there's gonna be a TB12 like brand of apparel coming oh, yeah. out and the Jets are going to wear a fucking TB12 jersey <laughs> when they're yep. not going to the fucking Super Bowl again with their 50-year-old quarterback. Like, that's just, it's it's just what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Life is, the life is a cruel, harsh place. And if you can't rise to the top, you're going to be washing, cleaning, shining someone's shoes. That's it. Go get my... Who's uh, from uh, Goodfellas? Rick Flair said, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. It was uh, Goodfellas where uh, he tells him, go get your shine box. Get your fucking shine box, spider. Fucking shine box, spider. That's what Fuck you, Tommy. Oh, the balls on Oh, that skin. was... Um, Michael Imperiola. Bronx Tale. No, that was... That was... Uh, yeah. No, that was That was a Bronx Tale you're thinking of. No, I'm thinking of Goodfellas. Goodfellas was um, look it up. Get your fucking shine box, Spider. Get your, was it Spider? Spider, yeah. Michael oh. Imperiola from Sopranos. It was Christopher? No, that's a Bronx. Oh no, that's Goodfellas. That's right. He's look it up. He's serving. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the bar that he kills that other mob guy. He said, "Why don't you get your effing fucking shine box?" Because he used to. It was the other guy oh, that was okay. connected in the bar that they frequented. And he told Bush? him, to, yeah, and he killed him. And then that's how, why he got killed. Oh, okay. Not the mush. The mush was uh, Bronx Tale. Fucking mush. The fucking mush. <laughs> oh, no, that was Goodfellas, too. Damn, no, what? mush was Bronx Tale. You're getting them all mixed up here. That they're all mixed up. Spider is definitely Goodfellas. Yes, that was Michael Imperioli. Because Joe Pesci beats the shit out of him, kills him. Yeah, I'm thinking about the guy that Joe Pesci kills in the bar. <laughs> Because he's a mob boss and Joe Pesci thinks he's, but he's like a hothead and he kills the guy. And because he kills him and that guy was connected, he goes for his, you know, make day. Yeah. He's like, oh. And, oh, cause the plastic's down. Yeah. Always got to see know. if they put the plastic down. Yep. See, that's another thing you don't get if you don't see the movie. See, is there plastic? Do I walk in? Is there plastic on the floor? Who gets that? Only you somebody gotta, say that. You gotta study the classics. Classics. Should be a whole class on that. The classics. Right? This is way more important than, you know, a lot of other classes are gonna take. Math. Yeah. Who needs science? It? English. Nobody watch speaks the, English anyway. Watch <laughs> watch the classics. Nobody speaks English anyway. It just they just put everything into chat GPT and it <laughs> helps out papers for them. Pretty much, right? Uh, everybody at work is trying to do uh, chat, and it's like, okay, calm down, everybody. Yeah, right. 
you know, you could actually write something yourself. Don't bother. They're way too dumb. Yeah. It's like, but it's so easy to do this. Okay. I've done all my resumes and cover letters in chat GPT and I still can't get hired by anybody. That's why I do this podcast. I'm I'm not, I am like, I'm asking for like $500,000 to do nothing. Yeah. That's like what I feel like I'm worth. You're employable. Actually, if anybody has a uh, ski resort or a, a lift pass system that they want to promote or just buy the podcast and we'll represent you that that works too. Ebum podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We you do take Bitcoin. Payroll. Yes. I need benefits and I need money. We need, we'll take Bitcoin. We'll take real estate. Like we're, ne- we we're negotiable. We're negotiable. This is a valuable commodity. You have no idea. You're in the pre-greatness stage. You have no idea where this can go. We're, we're trying to, we're like a fine wine. We're just getting better with time. We can be, we can set up an OnlyFans for you. Like there's a lot we're capable of. Just no butt stuff. <laughs> Hashtag no butt stuff. <laughs> Maybe no. you, bro. Maybe you, bro. <laughs> Show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> no butt stuff. Unless the price is really right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, really right. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and on uh, that note, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out. SkiBumpodcast.com. We're on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Untap, YouTube, at SkiBumpodcast. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate and subscribe. If you want to get some dope workout gear, go to 10,000.cc and use the code bschneider 15 15% off. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay fluent. See you.